Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, the Black Cats were once again successful overnight. Another World Cup. What does that mean? That means New Zealand again in a World Cup semi-final. What a performance this team under Cameron Williamson has been able to achieve over a number of years. And again, all odds on the road in the UAE, they have once again stood up and performed. New Zealand beat Afghanistan overnight by with 11 balls to spare to set up destiny in their own hands against a strong England side in Dubai, uh, in Abu Dhabi in just a couple of days' time. One of the standout performers from last night's game was Adam Milne, and he joins us on the phone now. Hello, Adam. Congratulations. G'day, Brennan. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pace, bounce, and a bit of swing and, and a little bit of fire from yourself. Uh, you boys set it up with, uh, with with your quick bowlers early. Trent Bolt, Tim Southey, yeah. and yourself must have been delighted. Yeah, yeah, it was a good good bowling performance. I thought sort of Trent and Tim set the tempo pretty early and, and, and being aggressive and allowed me just to sort of follow him behind, which was nice. It was the conditions at Abu Dhabi. Obviously, it was a day game, but the wicket appeared to have a little bit more pace and bounce than what we've seen previously in the tournament. Was that, was that a bit of a surprise for you guys? Yeah, I think so. It, it sort of felt like it, yeah, it had a little bit more early on. And then as the sort of innings wore on, um, you know, digging your, your cutters in and slow balls into the wicket, sort of back to that usual sort of slow and, and sticking in the wicket a bit more. But um, early on, it felt like it had sort of enough zip that you could, you know, bang a couple of bounces in and, and push them back early. Traditionally, uh, Milne, great to have you on, mate, and great to see you ripping it down there. And it can't beat a bit of speed, mate. Um, but you know, the last couple of weeks, we've noticed the spinners have had a bit, had a big, big influence in the matches. But look, today, like the, the you know, seen bowlers, Bolte, yourself, Southie, really stood up. Was there a big change in the way you've had to, to attack the game, um, bowling tactically? Was um, I think, uh, in particular, this game against the Afghanistan team, and I guess in sort of more subcontinental teams um you know they're not used to to maybe the pace or, or bounce of some wickets which this had a little bit of bounce early on so it was about sort of us um 
fast guys sort of pinning them back early and, and looking in force um, and show, I guess, the rest of the batting order coming in, you know, what what they're sort of going to be up against. So I guess that sort of set the tone and then allowed everyone to, to settle in and, and, and really restrict them going forward. And what about the, the game itself? You, you know, the pressure that was probably external was a lot, you know, there was obviously a lot being spoken about it. Uh, probably the biggest broadcasting most eyes on this game with anticipation of what's going on in India. <laughs> yeah, the whole entire billion people in India hoping that Afghanistan would, would do the job. But did you, was there any pressure on, on the team or was there anything spoken about heading into this game or just treated as another game? No, I think, well, you sort of look at all these games in the World Cup in a, in a T20 World Cup like this and they're all important must-win games. So the external pressure wasn't really talked about. It was sort of just go out there and have some clarity over your roles and, and, and play the game hard like we always try to do. So I think mm. that put us in, in good stead and allowed us to just play freely and, and play the game we wanted to play. Melanie, what, what is it about this New Zealand side? The, like your current World Test champions, obviously you went down in the World Cup, the 2019 World Cup by a lip, and now, to now head into the semi-finals of a T20 World Cup. What is it about this side that just continues to be able to stand up on, on the big stages and, and get the job done and give yourselves the opportunity? Um, it's a great question. I think there's probably a number of things. Um, obviously been in and out over the last sort of wee while, but I mean, you, you look at the, the culture, obviously, the team that was sort of building, you know, 2014, 15 through that period, and it's sort of trying to maintain that that culture and, and togetherness within the team. Really, um, you know, pride ourselves on playing for the country. And then, I think the other thing is you look at some of the players in the team, um, and obviously the team as a group is really good. But you've got some world class players, and there you look at, you know, likes of Kane, Trent, Tim. Um, you know, have been doing it for a long, long time and, and playing mm. right at the top of the game. So, you know, when you put in those world-class performers and, and, and sprinkle in a lot more talent and, and up-and-coming guys, then, um, you know, it breeds a great culture and, and a good recipe for success going forward. Yeah, just I want to focus on those two guys that you mentioned in particular. They've been not only great friends of yours, but also, you know, tremendous resource. And, and what they've been able to achieve, both Trent Bolt and, and Tim Southey, across all three forms of the game is, is quite remarkable. But but going to this World Cup, do you do you think that do you think that you guys expected them to be as strong with the ball as what they have been? They've been two of the most standout bowlers within this entire tournament and, and it certainly helped to carve the way for you guys as a bowling unit. Do you think that, that there was those expectations on them? Um yeah, I think so. I mean uh like I said, they're, they're world-class performers and they've done it over a number of years and are very skilled in all conditions now. And, um, you know, I've been part of numerous, both been part of numerous sort of IPLs and, and world events. So they're very at ease with their game and, and, and know the different skills and um, conditions that they need to put into play over here. So, uh, I, no, I don't think it was a surprise. I think they're both extremely talented bowlers and, and sum up situations very quickly and, and um, you know, are able to put the ball where they want to put it. I, I think they've, you know, like I said, they've been two of the best bowlers in the comp and, um, you know, that's really shown in our performances. Hey, mate, um, obviously you've just, you've just finished the game against Afghanistan, so, you know, it's it's hard to, you haven't had a meeting or you haven't thought about the next week. Well, you probably have 
personally, but the team probably hasn't got together. But you're you're potentially going to take up against England. England, uh, a top side. You know, there's been a lot of history at World Cups with with England, and, and they're playing some outstanding uh, cricket at the moment. Pakistan are playing facing Scotland right now, and they should be too good for them. So potentially you're facing England. Um, is there much changes from the way you've you've been playing the last couple of weeks when you're attacking a side like England and 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 have you ever thought of about you know what's needed to beat a quality side like England? Um, yeah, like I said, we'll obviously sit down over the next couple of days and 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 work out some some plans, both batting and bowling. But yeah, England are obviously a world class outfit themselves, and mm. um, looking from a bowling perspective at their batters, you know they've got. Like powerful batters right through the order. So I think for us, it, again, it's going to be about being aggressive and, and trying to take wickets early, try and stem that flow of runs and then using our you know, our skillful spinners to, to restrict and, again, be aggressive through the middle. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll, in the next day or so, sit down and, and think of you know the ways that we want to attack the game. But for the main part of it, it'll be a, a similar game plan to how we've played throughout the um, the start of the tournament. Mate, I was lucky to, to be um, captained by some pretty inspirational fellas over my time and my tenure in, at, at the top level. But what, what's what's the biggest difference with Kane? What, what's he like in the, in the, in the team and, and how, you know, important, obviously he's a big part of, of how ways guys are so successful. But what's he like, mate? What's he like throughout the week and, and these next couple of days? What are you expecting to, to see from Kane Williamson? Uh, he's very chilled. He's very chilled out. Um, this, yeah, he doesn't put too much pressure on the boys or um, or anything like that. He's pretty chilled. He'll you know come into the the bowlers meetings and and the batters meetings and you know work through the plans with the coaches and and whatnot. But it, yeah, he's very chilled chilled out. Um, mm. I think that's what makes him a, a good leader. You know, he's able to sort of relate to the guys and not. You know, heap too much pressure, or just allow the boys to to be free and, and play the cricket they want to play. Melanie, what about your story, mate? You're obviously in the squad as a bit of a reserve, and then Lockie went down, and then replaced raw pace with with raw pace, and and you got the nod, and you've had a standout tournament. Just just talk to us a little bit about your journey and, and what it means to be back and firing and playing such an instrumental role for New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's been a bit of a, a strange one, sort of. Um, Coming over just as a reserve, sort of, you know, I was just sort of pinning up being the net bowler for a few weeks. And then obviously Lockie went down and it sort of all went pretty quickly. Um, yeah, it's really exciting to be back a part of the group and, and then to be playing the games has been, you know, amazing. I've had, um, you know, a few years recently out of the game with injury, which was uh, mentally a, a bit of a struggle and, and obviously physically, but to sort of, you know, get yourself back up and running and, and back and playing in, in these tor- tournaments makes it all worthwhile. Well, you bloody deserve all the all the uh, accolades that you, that you get, mate, because as you say, you've spent a few years out with uh, with injuries and you've overcome that and now you're standing up and nailing it for New Zealand. Hey, we're going to let you go in a minute, but just one quick one before. Can we win this thing? <laughs> of course we can that's a silly question <laughs> good man good man alright well you, you enjoy yourself pass on both uh, Izzy and my regards to all the boys well done on a fabulous job yeah, so mate. far yeah, and, uh, we're, all, we're all supporting you back here so thank you very much Milne. wrap it down there brother thank you. cheers lads thank you very much <laughs>